Hello, everybody, and welcome inside Season 2 of the What You Need to Know podcast. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, play-by-play voice of Utah women's basketball, and this is the What You Need to Know podcast that focuses on all things University of Utah women's basketball. We'll take an in-depth look of what's going on inside the program. We are now on to episode 10 as we move right along, as we're going right through each player uh, that will be on next year's roster, as well as once we're done meeting with the players on the roster, we'll go into previous players as well, and uh, we'll get to that point as we move along. Uh, today's episode will focus on Zuza Poots. She transferred from UTEP. She'll be playing for the University of Utah, wearing the crimson red for the Utes in the upcoming season, and she comes off her redshirt season, so looking very forward to seeing her on the floor. want to make sure that I give another shout out to Andy Torres for last week's episode. Appreciate her coming on and sharing some time with us on last week's episode. Now, the order has gotten a little bit jumbled, and I do apologize about that. The way we're going to continue on through this is we'll start with Zuza Poots. Zuza is actually in Salt Lake City, so she was readily available. And then Alexandra Makarat was unavailable for now. She is in Poland still, and so we'll make sure to, to visit with Alexandra when she comes back to the States. Um, but then once we're done with today's episode, we will move on to the freshmen. Um, it looks as though we're going to start with Kennedy McQueen. Uh, we'll hopefully then move on to Peyton McFarland, followed then by Donna Tambu. I believe I'm saying that right. And then uh, we'll round it out with Kelsey Reese. To that point, we'll see if we'll then be able to visit with Alexandra Makarat. Uh, and then we'll kind of just go to that point and see where we'll be. Like I said, we'll hopefully be able to get into the former players once we're done visiting with all the current players. So that's still the direction that I'm looking to head for the podcast. Kind of wondering why we haven't heard yet from a Megan Hoff, who's, my goodness, who's ready for the WNBA season to begin in only 11 short days from today. Down at IMG Academy in Florida. She's going to get underway. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, visit with Megan Huff, visit with Erica Bean, with Emily Potter, so on and so forth. We'll visit with all those players a little bit later on down the road. But uh, before we go any further beyond that, let's go ahead and introduce you to Zuza Poots. She is a senior this upcoming season. She comes off her redshirt transfer season and is looking to do a lot of damage in the Pac-12 this upcoming season. She played three years at UTEP. She played in 91 games, started 54 of her 90, uh, 91 played games. In that time, she averaged just a little over nine points and five and a half rebounds per game. One thing I'm going to talk to her about as well, one of her biggest accomplishments, she's extremely, extremely brilliant uh, with it. She was named as a two-time Conference USA Commissioner's Academic Medalist and Honor Roll Selection. So she's extremely good in the classroom, which is incredible. You know, really, truly, before I go any further, I just want to make sure to congratulate Zuza, who I will hear momentarily when I visit with her, give her a big shout out for just how incredible she is in the classroom. That is Zuza Putz. She is from Poznan, Poland, and I believe I'm saying that correctly. She's a 6'2 senior. She will be definitely a big piece of Utah's success next year as she will be looking to do damage in the post. Really, I'm just excited to see what she can do on the floor. Saw her a few times in practice, but really that was about it as obviously it was her transfer season, but she's like I said, incredibly brilliant and she definitely has a basketball savvy as well. Another really wonderful thing about her is that she actually played international basketball with Alexandra Makarat. So coming to Utah, 
Alexandra had a huge piece in that as well. So I'll ask her about Alexandra Ola, if that's what you want to know her by as well, Makarat. So let's go ahead. Let's welcome into the podcast Zuza Putz, a 6-2 forward from Poznan, Poland. Zuza, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. Yes, no problem. Now it's our kind of opportunity that we get to move on from the players that have played minutes with Utah. And now we get to go into uh, to the players that have not yet played for Utah. So obviously this is kind of a little introduction to you. And before I kind of get too deep into who you are, I want to start out with the big question, which has been for everybody, how have you been spending your time during this super strange time that we're going through right now? Well, uh, I will admit it wasn't the the easiest time, but uh, I got to spend it with my boyfriend and we just take it day by day. We hiked, uh, Kojo introduced us to pickleball, which turned out to be so much fun. We played actually a lot and had fun, so kind of killed the time with some activities. At least you're doing something on the side. You're not just kind of hanging out bored all the time, right? Yeah, it's nice to do some other stuff than basketball. So, uh, yeah, pickleball, it's a good activity to actually get a little bit sweat and have fun. So I saw there was a little little back and forth earlier, probably about a month or so ago with some uh, with some teammates. Have you played against some of your teammates, and are you better than them? I don't like be asking this question. I don't know, but we actually got to play. We did a little tournament at Coach Rob's house, and I paired with uh, our strength coach, Randy, and we actually got pretty high in the tournament. We were, we were at quarterfinal, but thank we lost to Coach Rob, which is extremely competitive. So, well, we take that. We were new, kind of new to that. So uh, we're waiting for the next round of the tournament. Oh, man, that's so cool. How fun. Really, truly an activity that you can do on the side and not have to worry about basketball. Now moving to basketball, we have not yet been able to see you on the floor because of your transfer season last year. So my first question to you are what are some of your favorite memories or highlights that you have as you transferred from UTEP? What are some of the favorite memories that you have playing basketball at UTEP? For sure, UTEP was like a great beginning for me. And the most that I will take from there, it's meeting people. We had a lot of international players too. So I had teammates from Mozambique, Serbia, Belgium, Portugal. So it was really, really cool to hang out with them. And I also met people outside of, outside of the basketball. So I feel like I made a couple of friends for life. So I think that's the, the biggest thing that I'll take from UTEP are the people I met. But also the basketball too. But yeah, that, I would say that is the biggest thing. I'd like to ask, kind of just thinking back to the court a little bit, what's your favorite or your most memorable, I guess you can say, career highlight that you've had on the floor and why? I would say it would be um, my sophomore game. It was our last home game. It was a senior night for my uh, friend Tamara. And that, we played against WKU, Western Kentucky. That was At that time, they were ranked the highest in our in the conference USA so they were at the top they were playing against us to stay on the top and not beat by the UAB so it was a memorable game so ever, nobody will count that we will win it was a tight game we did our best we were told at the locker room to play for our senior and since everybody was so close with her that we just I don't know what happened but something magical happened like we had the best game of the season and we we beat them, which was like their faces and like the face of our senior. She was crying at the end. 
it was just something that I will never forget. I don't know why this game, but it's just everybody will ask me about like best thing at YouTube, the highlight. I would say that game. That's a great memory, no doubt about that. This next question could actually lead perfectly into that. I'm going to require you a little bit to be a little boastful, and I'd love to know what, in your opinion, is your best attribute on the floor. I think I would say rebounding, because I have pretty good sense of like rebounding. I feel like I do a little bit of everything, and I'm not maybe the the most shining person, but I will do a little bit scoring, a little bit rebounding, passing just moving on the floor to just create the opportunity for the others. So, um, yeah, I would say it's hard to judge myself, but I think that's what I would say. Okay, I love it. I love that. Now moving off the floor a little bit, one of the things that I noticed about you in your bio is that you were named a two-time Conference USA Commissioner's Academic Medalist. Can you describe what that means and really the importance of being able to, you know, have your uh, accomplishments recognized by being so good in the classroom? Well, I think it's uh, it's very important because being a full-time student and being an athlete, it's a really, really hard hard thing. It's very hard to combine, especially when you travel. So I think that this, this award is kind of like recognition and something to say that like we see you. Like we see that you do at the classroom, good at the classroom, that you also compete. So it was very important at the moments of doubt, like, if I want to do it, it's too hard. Like, it's just you can see that the other people see it too. So it makes you like, okay, like they see my effort that I want to be good at the floor, but I also want to be good at the classroom and do something with that after I'm done with basketball. Because like the sport career is not forever and you have to do something after it. So I think it's important for the every athlete that ever achieved any of the academic award that it's possible to to study and to be an athlete, even though it's very hard. Well, you appear to be just absolutely flourishing in the classroom based off being named the two-time Conference USA Commissioner's Academic Medalist. Now, your major is civil engineering. What would you like to do with that degree? Actually, I switched that degree at the beginning because I was business administration, and I realized just that wasn't the thing I would like to do. And with civil engineering, what is great is that I can either stay in the U.S. or go back to Europe. It's very diverse um, major. I can, it has a lot of branches. So it has like environmental, geotechnical. And I think in, for nowadays, I would like to focus on transportation because it's just something that I'm interested in there. How the uh, traffic in the, in the city, the roads, like the railroads, I think it's very, very interesting. So I think for now, I would say I would like to pursue that, that path. That's incredible. It's just awesome. I want to move back to the floor now. And as I just mentioned, you came to the University of Utah a year ago. You had your red shirt season this past year. You'll be spending your senior season at the University of Utah. What do you feel that you improved most during this past red shirt season? I think it was patient because this year was long, longer in terms of like not playing. So for sure, I learned patient and I learned how to observe and kind of try to analyze the game more from the bench. It wasn't easy for me because like, I usually didn't sit on the bench as much as I did this year. But I actually learned a little bit of like every player, what they do. So I think that will, that's the most I would take. We also worked uh, with uh, each of the coaches a little bit additionally on like dribbling, which I, I really wanted to improve. But unfortunately, due to like my surgery and the COVID, like this time was limited. 
with this workout. So I'm really glad we are back on the court. The question that I love to ask everybody is what led to your decision to choose Utah when you entered the transfer portal? You know what? It was just, I came here, I met the people, I met the coaches, I met the players. It, it just felt right. It just felt like a good fit. Just when I talked with them, it felt like I already knew them. I don't know from where, but also like knowing Ola that was here was a, a huge, huge thing because I, it's just nice to have somebody from the same country and we already knew each other from the national team. So that was a big thing too. And uh, me and Ola had pretty good relationship and we bonded even more from the last year. Also, Utah, just uh, it's a very beautiful state. It's very closer to what I used to, like my hometown, like Poland, then El Paso, which was more dusty and deserted. So I really like the vibe of like green and the mountains. It just felt more homely for me. I really like to hike and there's a lot of opportunity for that. I hike quite a bit around this area. I explore the park city a little bit outside there. We actually get to get go to St. George two weeks ago, which was great. We went like kind of like with a couple of the teammates that are here and it was just beautiful. It's, I'm so glad I got to see the other part of Utah too, more on the on the south. So I think it's just a beautiful state and a lot of things to do. Oh, that's so great. I love that. Let's talk about your family for a little bit, Zuza. Tell me about your family, your parents' names, their jobs, kind of what they do for a living. Do you have any siblings? Tell me about your family. So my parents' names are Władysław and Lucina. And uh, my father is a civil servant. And my mom works as a PE teacher at the high school. So that's what they do based from day to day. And I have one sister. She's, she's going to be 34 this year. She lives in France and she works at the IT. So that'll be it. Okay. I'll be honest. You said your parents' names so quick. I didn't quite catch them. What were their names again? My father's name is Władysław and my mom's name is Lucina. Kind of like Lucy, if I would like translate to English. Okay. So what do you like to do for fun with your family back home, uh, with your friends? You've talked about going hiking and you went up to visit your friend in Montana. And what are some things you like to do by yourself? Just tell us a little bit about what you like to do with your family, friends, and by yourself. So with my family, we usually just take day by day, whatever we want. It's a lot of spontaneous things. Uh, we just go eat out together or we just go by the lake together or we just spend the time at the house just watching some movies. That's really up to the mood and like what everybody wants to do, especially that my, when I come and my parents still works. With my friends, I usually go downtown and we just hang out there. We have like a river in, Pol- in Poznan in my hometown where we just sit by and just talk and enjoy each other's company and by myself I would say I like uh, just go for a walk on my own with uh, my headphones and some good music and yeah I like to shop too so sometimes I would just go to the mall by myself look look for the stuff maybe get something small just to boost up the mood now, I'm not going to even try to pronounce your hometown. I'll let you do that. But tell me about your hometown a little bit. And if I was to visit your hometown, what are some must-see sites? And what are some spots that mean the most to you from when you were a child? I would say that this is two-in-one because I love, I love, really, really love our downtown. It's so pretty. It's, you have a lot of colorful building it's kind of like a square base in the middle there's a like rat house like the old building like the politician politics building and around there are colorful houses like kind of old school and 
when you go there in the evening or during the day. I think in the evening it's better because it's better atmosphere. You have a lot of lights. There are a lot of outdoor restaurants where you can sit and like drink something or get a food. It depends what you want to eat or what you want to do. There's so many places to pick. So I really love the downtown. It's very pretty. It's very historic. There's a lot of places to see. There's a lot of behind the, the story of my hometown. What is something that a lot of people might not know about you? I think a lot of people don't know a lot about me because I'm really, uh, I take my time with adjusting to the new environment. So I think uh, this first year I might not be fully like present, I would say, because I like to observe first and then kind of get out to the people and kind of bond with them. So I'm, I think they, that a lot of people don't know a lot about me actually. So, cause I'm very secure and I'm very like careful with like um, being open to the people cause I kind of had them my road with like being too open and then paying for that. So that's why I think this is the thing that they don't know. They don't know a lot, but they so, start getting to. So this is gonna be kind of an opportunity for, you know, our really good Utah fans that we have to kind of get a little bit of an introduction to you. If there is something that you'd like them to know about you specifically, what do you think that would be? I really appreciate the fans. We had the great people at, at UTEP. They were a true fans. They were coming to the games. And I, I really appreciate every, each of them that were at our games, even though we were winning or losing. So I just want them to know that I'm really grateful for them for to coming to the games because a lot of us don't have our parents or relatives coming to the games. So like having the group of people that show up at the game every time is just uh, just very important. And we always used to go to the stands after the game and like thank them. Thank them. They always knew our names. So what I saw like there there's a couple people that I recognize every game at Utah. So I I just want to like thank them for being them for for the team because I think that's really great they could be at the couch at home and they actually make an effort to come to the games who's your favorite athlete and why do you admire this person I think I would say Roger Federer I used to watch tennis since I was very very young every time I go to visit my grandma she watched everything that was on Eurosport which was tennis every tennis tournament or big like uh, US Open Wimbledon Ronald Garros, she watched everything. So I used to watch, start watching with her when Federer starts being really good. So I kind of follow his career, like how he became great. And I just like his composure. Like he is, he is just a master of tennis. I think it's, he's the greatest tennis player that's ever been there. I know we have right now Novak Djokovic, who's really good too, but I just like the Federer, like he looks so classy on the court and he, he just has his composure and how steady he is. I'm like, wow, I wish to be like this because I'm getting very angry sometimes when I play. So I wish to have a little bit more composure like he has. Oh man, Roger Federer, what a great answer. Sousa, who is your hero and why? I think I would say my parents. They're my hero. They've been always for me they were when I used to play at home they were they were always on my games when they could of course so they supported they see me in a bad and a good and they never turned back on me so they are my hero 
they've been going to the games even away from the town for like some championships and they always follow uh the UTEF. they sometimes even didn't sleep at night to just this is eight hour difference they just stayed at night and watched my games and then woke up go sleep for four hours and go to the work which i'm like you're crazy you could just rewatch it and like nope we want to watch it live so they're my hero that's definitely something that i love that you recognize as being a blessing just because you know there's not very many people who would do that to have you know close family members that do that it's just it's awesome so congratulations for that and i love that i love that so much you talked about you know some of the things that fans could know about you personally what do you think that fans can be excited about as we get ready for the season here in the next few months hopefully obviously but as we get closer to uh, a possible season what is something that Utah fans can be excited about with you on the floor next year? I think I've got a bit of experience playing playing three years at UTEP. So I think that that might be one thing. I never played in a conference as big as and as hard as Pac-12. So that's going to be kind of a challenge. But I'm the person that like I will not give up, even though it's, it's going bad. So I think that's what can, they can look forward. It's that there's a lot of people in the team like me that even if something will go wrong, we'll still play to the end. So that's the one thing for sure. And finally, I like to end with this question just because I think it's, it's extremely important. What is some advice that you would give to a young woman that wants to you know, follow in your footsteps and play collegiate sports, not just basketball, but play collegiate sports? I think that every person that ever played sport and tried to do it think about it professionally had the moment of like I don't want to do it like let me just quit right now and I think it's really really hard especially when sometimes you turn into obstacles like injury or like a mental breakdown and you just don't want to do it and you feel like nobody's supporting you it's just important to like don't give up like there are these moments but I feel like the career is kind of at the beginning especially like a roller coaster so it's like great moments and then there are bad moments and you just have to kind of grind through the bad moments to get back to the good moments and then I feel as more experience you get you get more consistent so there's less these bad moments and you're more consistent so I would say just not to give up and just don't listen to what like other people say crap and and just ignore that and do your do your thing love it Absolutely love that. Wonderful answer. Zuza, thank you so very much for spending some time with me today and um, for introducing yourself truly to the Utah fans and for allowing me to get to know you far better than I had up until this point. So thank you so very much. Yes, no problem. Thank you for the interview too. And that is Zusa Poots. I tell you what, she is just phenomenal. Her English is Really, truly just incredible to me. She's only been in the States for four years. I was mostly blown away by really how great her English is. It's tremendous. Uh, Zuza, obviously looking very forward to seeing her on the floor. But again, Zuza, thank you so very much for spending some time and coming onto the podcast and letting the fans know who you are and what they can expect from you, not only on the court, but from a personal standpoint as well. All right, so now it's time to give a little bit of news and notes from around the University of Utah women's basketball program. And again, just like I talked about last week, no news is good news. There's been no news in regards to COVID-19 as the 
cases continue to rise around the state. We're not seeing it affecting the University of Utah women's basketball team at all. And again, that's great news. Obviously, make sure that you're doing all that you can do to help prevent the spread. And you know what those things are. I'm not going to reiterate them because, again, you know what they are. But... um, The one thing I will just kind of throw out there, make sure to renew your 2020-2021 season tickets. General admission, $25. Floor seats, $100. You have until August 14th to do that. So make sure you are a season ticket holder to renew your season tickets for the upcoming season. Now, I talked about her momentarily at the top of the podcast, and I just want to kind of reiterate it again. Uh, Megan Huff. Uh, playing for the Minnesota Lynx in the WNBA. They are currently practicing right now from IMG Academy in Florida. And so their season appears as though it's going to be underway on July 24th. So make sure to stick around for that and watch Megan Huff, who, you know, a true all-star to come to the University of Utah, a really true, terrific basketball player, be able to watch her on the floor here in this upcoming 2020 WNBA season. It's going to be exciting to watch her on the floor. I talked about it last week, and I'll bring it up again, even though she's going to be wearing that blue color. It's okay. It's okay, Utah fans. She's, she's a professional basketball player. We can all accept it, but we're all going to be super excited to watch her play basketball and uh, to watch her. Frankly, she's going to excel on the floor. I just cannot be more excited than I already am for her. Well, I'll be honest, didn't expect that I would be using that sounder at all here on this podcast. But hey, I'm super excited that I have some breaking news. It's fresh, hot off the press, and ready to be broken here on the What You Need to Know podcast. The University of Utah has announced that head coach Lynn Roberts has signed a player from the transfer portal. So please welcome in Izzy Palmer, a sophomore guard from Newcastle, Australia, standing at five foot nine. Izzy Palmer comes to the University of Utah from Texas, where she spent her freshman year. She played in 27 games at Texas, averaging about 12 minutes per game, averaged about three points, two rebounds, and an assist per game. She had her career high back on November the 19th against UTRGV, otherwise known as University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley, where she scored 15 points. Her career high in rebounds, standing at just five foot nine, she had nine against Northwestern State back on December 19th and had two games where she had four assists as well. So obviously super excited for the University of Utah and frankly super excited for Izzy Palmer as well as it does appear that she is in a situation uh, that she has wanted and so congratulations to Izzy Palmer from Newcastle, Australia. Her parents, Daniel and Marie Palmer, she also has a brother named Daniel. So Ute Nation, you know what to do. Please be sure to welcome in Izzy Palmer as the newest member of the University of Utah. This is What You Need to Know. I am Tyson Ewing. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Be sure to catch us on Apple Podcasts on podbean.com as well as the Podbean app. You can also catch us online at utahutes.com. Again, big time thank you to Zuza Poots for coming on the show today. Coming up next week, we'll start into the freshman and we'll visit with a local product in Kennedy McQueen. Have a wonderful week. We'll catch you next week as this is the What You Need to Know podcast. And as always, go Utes.